Hey everybody, welcome to my podcast. I hope you're doing well. I'm really looking forward to talking to you today, and I'm sure it's going to be a great episode. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. And hey, just as a reminder, if you enjoy what you're hearing, if you like what you heard, feel free to share this with your friends and family, and make sure you send me a message. Let me know what you thought. Make sure you you let me know if there's something I could have done better or something you'd like to hear me talk about. If something stuck out and you really appreciated it, let me know that as well. You can find me on Facebook, Kevin Blaney. You can find me on Instagram. Uh, I'm all over the place, but hey, reach out to me. Send me a text. Give me a phone call. I'd love to hear from you. Guys, let's get on with the show. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Really glad you're here. I hope you're doing well. Sorry it's been a while, but we are back and ready to go. So I don't know if you've been paying attention to the things that have been happening lately. However, Fauci, uh, this Dr. Fauci that has been in the news, he has been all over the news media. He has been the darling uh, of people who push uh, the news narrative on on this virus. He has been the face, essentially, of this virus, of, of how we are supposed to uh, react to it, what we are supposed to do, how we're supposed to feel, think, and and live our lives. And fortunately, for for me at least, uh, it's good to see somebody pushing back. I believe now that we know what we know, now that we have read the emails, now that we've heard what Fauci has known and what he has been saying to other people since the beginning, I think we're starting to find out, and not starting to find out, I think some people are starting to find out, there are a lot of people like me who knew that this guy, uh, that something wasn't right from the beginning. If you remember, I think I told you <clears throat> a while back that in March of 2020, he had said essentially that at this time, he said, when you're in a pandemic, when you're in an outbreak, there's no reason to be wearing masks. Uh, he said that they might stop a droplet or two, but they don't provide, and this is his words, not mine. They don't provide the perfect protection that people think that they do. Now, he redacted that comment later on, saying that essentially, well, we were just trying to, to tell people that so, so we could keep masks for our healthcare professionals. Well, that begs the question, are you trying to say that the healthcare professionals are more important than everybody else? If the masks actually did work, then, you know, are you trying to tell me that doctors are more important than, than people, just the average Joe on the street? Now, of course, I understand the logic as well. These people are trying to keep us safe. So we need to, you know, we need to keep our doctors alive so they can treat us. I understand that. But, you know, we don't in the United States, or at least we shouldn't see other people as being worth more than ourselves. That's the beauty of the United States. And, and that's something, if you look back to our founding fathers, if you look back to what they said, even people who came here from France or other countries would say, you know, in, in the United States, you could go to a tavern and a wealthy person could sit right next to uh, someone who was poor and they could drink at the same establishment. You know, the, the comment that they're making, and I, I forget who exactly that was. I was wanting to say it was Montesquieu, but I'm probably not correct. Um, he was just making the point that there is essentially no caste system here in the United States, and there's not supposed to be a caste system. However, if you look at essentially Fal- uh, Fauci's reasoning on here, he's essentially trying to say, well, you're not important. You're just an everyday American. You, your life doesn't matter uh, as much as, as these other lives do. And that is, sorry about that. Let me try and fix my cable here. 
Sorry, it's not very professional. Uh, you know, that's not the way we're supposed to be here. But I digress. So his his comment at that point was telling us that people shouldn't be wearing masks. It was pretty simple that that they weren't going to provide the perfect protection that people thought that they did. But then he backtracks and said, well, you know, we're just trying to save those for the doctors. Uh, people now that we you know, now that we've changed our tune, everybody needs to wear masks. And, and then it became we need to wear two masks and and we need to stand six feet away. And and, you know, when you look at the facts of the matter. You know, the six foot number is arbitrary, really, because it's not like if you stand six feet away, you're safe. But if you stand five foot 11 away, you're you're going to get sick. And it's it's not even that general. It's not even that specific. You could ride past somebody on a bike trail and you're not going to get the virus. You have to be in close proximity with somebody. And I think the the number is like 15 to 20 minutes. You have to be around these people. So it's not just something you're going to catch that's just going to be drifting through the air. This is something that you would have to be exposed to for a certain amount of time. So I say all that to say this. Dr. Rand Paul has been blasting Fauci for quite a while, and I'm happy he is because we're starting to see, a lot of people are starting to see, that Fauci is he's, he's blowing this way out of proportion. Fauci, knowing what we know now, looking at the emails he put out, he was telling other people, well, the masks aren't that big of a deal. You know, they don't really do a whole lot to help. He was telling people that in emails. And then every time he'd go on in front of the uh, news media, he was pushing masks and having everyone around him wearing masks. And that is just ridiculous in my mind. You know, that is to me, it's despicable that you say one thing and do another. You should be the kind of person, if you're a man or a woman, you should be the kind of person who is willing to say what you believe, what you believe in your heart of hearts to be true, regardless of who is standing in front of you. If you truly believe something, then don't change what you're saying in front of who you're saying it to. You know, that's the problem. That's why we don't like people like this. Fauci, I, I cannot... I cannot stand the idea of talking with this gentleman because he is not honest. He is not truthful. He plays off like he is. He acts like he cares about you or I. But instead, what he's doing is he's making more money off the federal government than any other federal employee. Let me say that again. He made more money last year than any other federal employee. And he did essentially nothing, nothing to save lives. He told people to mask up. That did not save lives. You might think it did. I actually think it made the virus hold on longer. What sense does it make to have something sit right in front of your face all day long that's catching all of the, if it works the way he says, it's catching all of that mucus, all of those droplets, all of that nastiness, and then you're going to breathe that in all day long. You know, doctors are taught, doctors, nurses, medical professionals, they are taught, and, and I've spoken with this with my neighbor, Chris, they don't wear that same mask all day long. You change that mask out periodically. Actually, it's pretty often. I think you're only supposed to be wearing it for like 15 minutes or something like that. It's not It's not like you put one mask on, you leave it on for the whole entirety of the day. That's not how it works. And it's not healthy to be breathing through that nastiness all day long. But if you would listen to these people, they would have us mask up every single day and never leave our house. That's the thing is this person, this Fauci, he does not understand that, you know, 
let me let me go back. Let me change change my line of thinking here because this is this kind of what's coming to my mind. So I hope you'll follow me on this. If you've ever seen the movie The Bodyguard, it was the movie with Whitney Houston and Kevin Costner. There's a point in that movie where Kevin Costner was upset. He's the bodyguard. He was upset because this Rachel Marin, who was, you know, the uh, Whitney Houston's character, she snuck into this club, this nightclub, because she was going to do a live performance there. And, you know, Kevin Costner, the bodyguard, was upset because he was not let on about what they were doing. He couldn't plan against it. And essentially, he was afraid for her safety, and he told her not to go on. Well, her publicist or whatever, uh, which turns out to be a jerk when you watch the movie, he's just not a good guy. But he says something that I thought made a lot of sense. And, and what he said essentially was, you know, you're so worried about keeping her safe. But what you don't realize is if she's not on that stage, she's dead already. You know, <laughs> it, it seems interesting to me that we look at people like Fauci here. And if it was up to him, he would tell us to stay home, to close our businesses, to close our schools, close our church uh, congregations down. Let's just let's just go into into hiding like we're hermits. But you know what? If you do that, you're dead already. There's no use to be alive if you're going to spend every waking moment in your home, you know, and never, never meet people, never speak to people, never uh, hug people, kiss people, hug, uh, spend time with people, your loved ones. That's the thing that they're missing is they're so worried about this one virus. And you could do this with anything in life. You know, you could look at cars and say, well, cars, cars are quite dangerous. You know, we got tractor trailers out here on the road and, and they're, they're traveling at 75 miles an hour and 80 down that hill. And, and if we just got rid of trucks, then the interstate would be safe. If we got rid of trucks, we wouldn't have anything. You know, we can't live on this, you know, on this earth without vehicles that transport goods to where we need them. You know, they've told people also, well, if we just got rid of human beings, the planet would be a, a much better place. Well, do you not understand that the planet was created for human beings? It wasn't created for animals. It was created for us. Now, sure, animals are here. But if you believe the Bible, if you believe what God told us, he made us in his own image. He didn't make animals in his own image. So, you know, it, it seems to me that a lot of people are missing. They're missing sight of the bigger picture. So let's move on. So this piece that I wanted to talk about, this whole talk has essentially come down to this Newsweek piece. Now, this was on the 21st of this year, uh, uh July the 21st. And this is by a man named uh, Brendan Cole. And the piece is in Newsweek. It's online. It's uh, The title is Rand Paul Seeks Criminal Investigation of Dr. Fauci After Senate Tussle. Now, if you've watched this video, essentially, Rand Paul accuses, and I believe rightfully so, he accuses Dr. Anthony Fauci uh, who, who, by the way, has not practiced uh, as a doctor. He's not seen patients in, in like 20, 25 years, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm, that's not to say he's not a doctor, but, you know, um, because I don't know that Rand Paul is practicing either. But uh, but we I love how people make sure that they point that out. And they they use the doctor. And see, here's the other thing, too, is in this piece, they call him Rand Paul. They don't call him Senator Rand Paul. They don't call him Dr. Rand Paul. But they call it Dr. Fauci doctor. Uh, I, I think that's interesting. And it's the same way for Dr. Jill 
Biden, you know, uh, she's, she's a doctor as well. Uh, she doesn't practice anywhere and, and she could teach us English, but, but I digress. <clears throat> so according to this piece, it says Rand Paul, uh, has said that he will push for a criminal probe into Dr. Anthony Fauci following his heated exchange with the infectious, infectious disease, uh, diseases chief at a Senate hearing on Tuesday. The Kentucky Senator claims that the infectious diseases chief lied before Congress about funding for a Chinese lab that some have linked to COVID-19 pandemic. So essentially what he's saying here, what this piece goes on to say is, is essentially that Paul argued that the National Institute of Health, the NIH, funded so-called, quote, gain of function, unquote, research, which is a process that involves enhancing a virus in a lab to study its potential impact in the real world at a lab in Wuhan. So here's the problem. Here's what what I'm not saying I don't understand because I understand it completely. We have something, what they're talking about here, gain of function, is essentially you are taking diseases. You are experimenting with diseases that humans are not affected by. So let's say you take some disease that, that let's just, let's just make an example, you know, uh, just out of thin air. Let's just say that you have these bats that are, you know, uh, affected by a certain virus. They, it bothers them in some certain way. It affects them some, somehow, but it doesn't affect humans. And let's just say, for example, let's just make up an idea here and just say, well, maybe some lab over in China, maybe in the Wuhan province, decides that they want to try and work with these, excuse me, they want to work with these viruses and, and see if they couldn't weaponize these viruses in some way, if they couldn't make these somehow affect human beings, maybe that possibly they could use these in a, in a wartime situation. Uh, you know, just, we're just spitballing here. You know, this would never happen in real life. So we have, we have people in, in this Wuhan province, in this lab that for some reason we are funding through the NIH. Uh, that are, they might be looking at possibly, you know, making this virus affect human beings. I don't know that that would ever happen. You know, it just really seems like a far stretch, but, but that's what Rand Paul is accusing. Uh, you know, Fauci essentially is saying that, look, you, you are supposed to be the head of this infectious disease, um, uh, portion of, um, uh, you know, here in the United States, and you're supposed to be over this. And essentially you knew that this gain of function research was going on. You know, now we know, now we're finding out that this wasn't because of an open market. This wasn't because people ate bat soup or anything like that. We're finding out now that this was let out accidentally or otherwise. I really don't think it was an accident, but it says in a stern response, Fauci said, Senator Paul, you do not know what you're talking about. The National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases director also told the Senate hearing that the research Paul referred to was, quote, judged by qualified staff up and down the chain as not being gain of function, unquote. Now, here's the thing. What does gain of function mean? And if you look at essentially <clears throat> what Rand Paul said, Rand Paul is absolutely correct. Gain of function literally means essentially that you are weaponizing, you're taking something that does not affect humans and you're making it affect humans. You are taking something that, that was not an issue and you're making it into an issue. It says the NIH and the NIAID 
have said that they supported grants to research viruses in bats and mammals, but had never approved any grant supporting gain-of-function research on coronaviruses that would have increased their (laughs) transmissibility. Uh, I always want to say transmittability, but I guess that's not the word. Transmissibility or lethality for humans. However, Paul doubled down on his accusations, telling um, Sean Handy that under Fauci's leadership, the NIH, quote, funded the Wuhan lab, unquote, and that he is at least uh, tangential, <laughs> tang- tangential responsibility for the uh, severity. Um, but he said, here's what Rand Paul said, essentially, is I will be sending a letter to the Department of Justice asking for a criminal referral because he has lied to Congress. Uh, unquote. You know, let's see here. uh, And I apologize. I'm kind of doing this on the fly. Quote, Paul said, we have scientists uh, that will line up by the dozens to say that the research he was funding was gain of control. Paul said, accusing Fauci of trying to cover his tracks and cover his connection to the Wuhan lab. Paul added that there is still some conjecture as to whether or not COVID-19 came from the lab, but insisted Fauci was lying about funding gain of uh, function research, and he should be punished. You know, uh, the fact of the matter is, you know, we here in the United States, I think a lot of people here are ignorant of what's going on. And I'm, I'm including myself in this. Uh, we do not understand all of the things that are going on behind the scenes. You look at this that's going on in, in Wuhan lab you look at what goes on at our CDC that, you know, what we're doing, there are so many things going on that you and I would never agree to that you and I would never approve of, but yet we have no say in it. They're taking our tax dollars, our money that we work hard for, and they're sending this money to other countries. We're investigating. We are, um, we're looking into, we're funding, we're giving money to and supporting these doctors and, and scientists who are not working in our best uh, interest. You know, you look at all the funding that goes on through Congress, all the things that they're giving money to, shrimps on treadmills, I remember was one that they were talking about, you know, and and they're looking at just all sorts of things. I'm not even going to name them because some of them are frankly disgusting, Um you know, they're giving money to to different entities to to research things that really don't matter over the course of our lives. And we have no say in this. This stuff is just rammed through in bills that sound wonderful. They might have a bill called I Love Children Act. You know, we all love Children Act. So that's of 2020. And this is going to give money to kids so they can get a head start. OK, well, that's that's just wonderful. But then whenever you look in and you you hear that this senator here or this representative here was against the bill. And well, he hates children because he was against the bill. No, he was against the bill because the bill was putting all this pork. This bill was putting all sorts of funding towards these groups that you and I have no say in, you know, our tax dollars are spent so frivolously. Our money is treated so frivolously. It's treated so poorly by people in Congress, by people in our government, state, local, federal, it's just wasted. And if you knew, if you and I knew of all the waste that goes on, all the fraud, all the abuse that goes on with our tax dollars that we work so hard for, it would make us sick to our stomach. And I truly believe if tax day, if, if on tax day, if things were actually done differently, 
if they actually came out and told you essentially, hey, here's what's going on. Here's where we're going to spend this money. You you are paying, we'll say 15% tax rate, 20%, doesn't matter. Uh, you're paying us $10,000 this year for taxes. And here's how we're going to spend your money. We're going to put 25% of it towards the military. Well, that's fine with me. That doesn't bother me at all. We're going to put 35% towards healthcare. Okay, well, that's nice, but what are we paying for? Am I funding abortions? Because I don't want to. Am I funding somebody in prison getting a sex change? Because I don't want to. You know, what, what am I funding? What is my money going towards? And this is the question that, that I have is with, with this Dr. Fauci. Where is my money going? Why would my money be going to China ever for, for research? I never want my money going to China for research. If I want to buy a Chinese product, you know, in all fairness and all openness and, and transparency, I had the one wheel. I had bought the one wheel. It was made in California. It was made in Santa Cruz, California. I loved that wheel. However, I could not keep it because it was not made for someone for one of my stature and two for the mountains of West Virginia. It did not have the power. The wheel that I bought was from China. The King Song 16X that I bought is from China. Now, I decided that I wanted to purchase that product. I decided to work hard to, to apply myself and to trade my time driving truck and, and unloading uh, trailers and moving trailers around. I decided to exchange my time for that product. That was an exchange I was willing to make, and I have no problem with that. Now, would I have rather bought that wheel in the United States? Yes, but you know what? Nobody in the United States makes that wheel, at least not yet. Would I be willing to pay two or three times as much to get one made in the United States? You can bet I would. Uh, if it was a possibility, I absolutely would, especially if it was made to the same standards or higher. But the fact of the matter is that's a choice that I'm willing to make, that I have the right to make. I have the ability to make. And here we have people spending our money, sending our money overseas to people that you and I do not know. We don't know anything about these scientists, supposed scientists in China. And furthermore, China is not our friend. We need to quit acting and thinking like China is out uh, for our best interests. You look at what they're doing in the South China Sea, building up these artificial islands that they're building. They are not our friend and they are working toward uh, against us. And they are working towards a world war. I really, truly believe that they are ready to go. I believe they are on the move. And if we are not careful, we will be at war with China. I firmly believe that. I see that in the, in the future. And the sad, scary thing is they are growing at an exponential rate. When you look at their military, when you look at their space program, what they have been given, I believe uh, Hillary Clinton and uh, Bill Clinton I believe they gave away a lot of our secrets. We found out that China has been, uh, they have been looking and working towards building up their country for quite some time. And they're doing it not on their own behalf. They're taking our technology and they're taking our private property, our intellectual property. They're taking our copyrighted uh, goods and materials and they're copying those. And the scary thing is they're getting very good at not only copying, but they're getting very, um, they're getting good at, at producing materials at a higher quality. You know, a lot of people used to talk about junk, all the junk that comes from China. And don't get me wrong, there is a ton of junk that comes from China. But you know what? This iPhone I have is built in China. It's a pretty darn good phone. I can't tell you how many times I've dropped this phone and it still works perfectly.
you know, they can make good products. And the scary thing is we see what they're doing now with a space program. They are technologically, they are advancing very quickly, uh, quicker than any other country I've ever seen over the course of my life. The, the leaps and bounds that they're making are quite substantial. And if we're not careful, they are going to overpass us very quickly. And this is what scares me. If they're already building up as quickly as they are, why in the world would we be funding them? Why would we be giving them any of our tax dollars for any sort of, of uh, research? Let's look at the piece here, and then we'll, uh, we'll finish up here. It says, uh, in May, President Joe Biden called for the origins of the disease to be investigated and for a report back in 90 days. The most common theory is that the virus originated in animals, possibly bats, and was passed on to humans. Oh, that's the most common theory? My goodness, that's the theory we had a year and a half ago. <laughs> oh, my. I tell you, you know, I'm not... Like I said before, I'm not trying to say that I know everything because I, I don't. And, you know, the secret of someone who is truly enlightened. We have a lot of people out there who like to believe they're enlightened, and I'm, I don't believe I am. I'd like to think that I'm more informed than the next person is, and I think I am. But, you know, the secret to, to this is knowing that there are things you don't know. You know, a, a person, in, it, it could be this way with anything in life. A person who thinks things are simple is typically a simple person. For example, let's take brakes on a car, just for example. You know, people would say, well, brakes are very simple. You press down on the pedal and and your car comes to a stop. Well, sure, sure, that could happen. But what is happening? What is causing all those things to happen? You know, on the on the outside looking in, you press your brake pedal down, that pushes fluid back to the back, it squeezes on a brake drum or rotor, and, and you're done. It stops you. And that's very simple. But whenever you start looking at, well, this system is, it's a cross brake system. So when you press the brake pedal, one system sends brake uh, pressure or hydraulic pressure to the front left and the right rear tire. The other line sends it to the right front and the left rear. And they do that so if one line busts, you can still stop your car without it going side to side. That's something that's very simple um, in theory. But whenever you start looking at the way it's, it's set up, the way it's engineered, it's very, very complex. Why do we use this brake fluid? Why do we use dot three? Why do we use dot four? Do we use dot uh, five dot one? Or what do we use and why do we use it? Do we use a th synthetic brake fluid or do we use this glycol based? What are we using and why? Why do we have to change the fluid? Why in the world would that fluid absorb moisture over time? And how does that affect the brake system? Why would you use the brake pads that came on the car that they were produced by Toyota or that were, you know, put forth by Toyota? Why wouldn't you just go down to the local parts store and buy the cheapest set of brake pads, you know, and you start looking at this and you realize, oh, well, that brake pad down at the parts store is the same material for trucks as it is for cars, as it is for sports cars. Well, it's not, it's not set up for the vehicle that you bought. Maybe what they're selling you has a lot of dust to it. Maybe Toyota said, you know what, they're buying a Lexus, not a Toyota. So we're going to sell them a brake pad that, that cuts down on that brake dust because people who buy a Lexus don't want to see brake dust over their over their brakes, uh, you know, over their wheels, rather. Um, there are 
so many things to this. And when you start looking at the different compounds and you look at the different brake fluids and the different designs, it's very complex. Simple people think things are simple. But as time goes on, you realize that things are much more complex than you ever thought. And that's the thing is, is we, we look at what's going on with these diseases, with these viruses, with this, uh, this money that's going to research. And you and I are being told, well, don't worry about it. It's, it's just something very, very simple. It's, you know, we're just, we're just trying to keep people safe. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're trying to weaponize a virus to kill people. This is literally what the thing was meant to do. And it got out on purpose or on accident. It doesn't matter. The fact that they're doing this is sickening and it needs to be brought to the light that this has happened. And not only has it happened, but your tax dollars and mine went towards this. Guys, I'm, I'm beating a dead horse here, but I really wanted to jump in here and just give you an idea of what's going on, because I tell you what, this is sickening. The fact that this is happening, not only in China, but it's also happening in our country right here in the United States. And I'll tell you, it's, it's sickening. When you think of what the human mind is capable of doing, coming up with all of these things, chemical warfare, how we can kill people in the most gruesome of ways. You look at World War II, what the Germans had did. Uh, had done to to Jewish uh, nation and others. You know, the fact that they're so willing to use Zyklon B and all these other things, it's just disgusting. And and uh, the fact that people turn a blind eye to this is beyond me. You know, we talk about uh, nuclear weapons, how horrible they are. You know, a nuclear blast, you're dead in, in a f- not, not even a fraction of a second, just a millisecond, you're out. This is This is not that way. We had a lot of people who were lost because of this got out. A lot of people who frankly had other comorbidities, but nevertheless, it should have never happened. It should have never been allowed to happen. And, um, and you know, something needs to be done about it. And Fauci needs to go to jail in my mind. He needs to be fired at the least, but he needs to go to jail for what he said and what he didn't say, because he killed a lot of people through his actions and inactions. All right, guys, thanks for joining me. We'll talk to you next time. Have a good one. Take care.